0: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.
1: On SENSA, welcome to the Sandful Show. For Host Plus, an industry super fun for all Australians, the Host Plus Sandful League is just warming up. Feeling those game day vibes? Nothing beats it. Wednesday afternoon on your home for Sandford Footy. That S E N, And it's David Adams here for you with four-time Central's premiership star, Dow Defender, Andrew Hayes. G'day, mate.
0: Dow Defender. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. By Dow Defender, Damon, you must mean a bloke who didn't really know how to kick the ball very well, so didn't kick it much and just put fists through the, through the pill.
1: Did you judge yourself on disposals per game?
0: Oh, my very goodness gracious me. Absolutely not. Because if so, um, that type of operator who could sometimes get through um, a, a whole game with just a one, maybe two kicks. Please don't judge me on stats. <laughs> sometimes it's not about stats, great man.
1: Mate, of the two of us, uh, you've had a lot more <laughs> kicks on a sand full footy field. Uh, we've just gone through round five. And it's shaping up very nicely this season. We've got four teams equal at top of the ladder at 4-1. and one.
0: Yeah, it's uh, an unbelievable ladder. And all of a sudden, for the Bays, we'll get to the ladder a little bit later on. But, I mean, you can be sitting pretty and just one loss will bump you down to fourth. It's unbelievable. It's a tie competition. Uh, as we know in the sample, it's a top five. But, I mean, quite easily, there's at least two teams outside of the top five who would seem like they could play finals. Yep. They're that good. And also, Port Adelaide is building as well. So... Gee, it's going to be tight in the later rounds, but this is exactly what you want to see. Some really tightly contested local footy.
1: Let's start at the bay there. The surprising result this weekend, Port Adelaide, the Achilles heel of Glenelg. Last year, they were shaping for their undefeated season, the last round of the year. They loaded themselves up with their AFL-listed players, got them, and they've got them again for the first time in
0: 2022. So, Glenelg, it seems, have been um, close to getting pipped And this was when it finally sort of, I'm not going to say unraveled because every team at some stage in the top teams will lose. And knowing the Bays are such an absolute champion outfit, this would probably help them and it's going to put them in an even stronger position. They'll learn from all these types of things. But at least two games this year where Glenelg have been done, they've been gone and buried and they've somehow managed to get themselves out of them. In particular, the Crows a few weeks ago, no doubt, (laughs) 60 point turnaround (laughs) in the third quarter. Um, And it seemed like they might have escaped with this one as well. Hugh Stagg, opportunity right at the death. Didn't quite get it done. Full credit to Port Adelaide, though, because they've had a really rough time of it with injuries and all sorts of things. They're starting to build. The AFL side is relatively healthy. And the big one this weekend for Port Adelaide supporters, if you're thinking about getting along and supporting the boys in the sample, well, go get a look. As it stands right now, Charlie Dixon. Yeah. Because, I mean... The big man is back. However much time he plays, um, it will be interesting to see if he plays a half, maybe three quarters, maybe even a full game. Big game as well against the Eagles, but um, lots of like about Port Adelaide. Don't worry about the Bays. They're still absolutely flying along despite the loss.
1: If you're someone like Dylan Williams playing for the Maggies, and all of a sudden you've got the man mountain that is Charles Dixon coming in uh, next year. I think you'd be pretty excited about that, and Williams is in some pretty stellar form at the moment.
0: Yeah, he's looking very good, and all of a sudden there's a a shift in who gets the best defender. Yeah, yeah absolutely <laughs> there is. <laughs> the big, best two defenders. When big Chuck Dixon comes in there. So, I mean, you do have guys like Luke Thompson from the Eagles who do such a sensational job and would absolutely embrace an opportunity like that, but... Um, Ollie Lord as well. That yep. means that he probably gets more opportunities. He doesn't quite uh, have as much pressure on him. But, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting because he generates hype. He generates a lot of attention. And I dare say a few extra people will turn up to see how the big fella goes.
1: Yeah, can't wait for that. Uh, a bit of a nod as well to Lockie Hosey, who kicked five in that game. Uh, the Eagles, they got it done. Two goals each to Dan Mental, Clay Cameron, Zane Williams, and Connor Ballenden. Uh, Central's 50-point loss.
0: It's always going to be tough for the Dogs. Um, That is, I mean, you could probably still call it the traditional rivalry. It certainly was back in uh, the Dogs' heyday, particularly coming through the early parts of the year 2000. There was so many grand finals, which the Dogs got the better of the Eagles for the best part, except for the one that I can only remember, and that was 2011. (laughs) Uh, But the Eagles are just a really strong, polished outfit. They're just a champion side who, at the minute, it doesn't matter who you take out. You could take out Jack Hayes. You could take out James Cheetahs. They're going to find a way because their depth is unbelievable. They've got a fantastic coach. Riley Knight could still quite easily be playing AFL football. He was very, very good. 31 disposals. Um, Kai Pudney as well is really finding his feet. 27 disposals. He's a good sample player. Um, He's a running machine. And they've got so much depth. They've got Jimmy Tumpas to come back in there as well. He's had another little injury hiccup. But they look really good. And on the flip side of that, the dogs... They're a developing side. It was always going to be tough.
1: I think one of the best stories so far of this season is the form of the Roosters. Now, we're going to be speaking to uh, North Adelaide CEO Craig Burton later in the show because they have a very special milestone match coming up this weekend. But 4-1 and one sitting top of the table, huge win against West.
0: Yep. And again, West Adelaide's probably in that category where... There could be some tough games um, for the Bloods this year, but the Roosters are absolutely flying. Another slow start for the Roosters. Maybe their first quarters are a bit of a concern. They had a really sluggish start a couple of weeks ago against the Dogs, but, I mean, the talent across the board. Uh, We talk about, you know, Andrew Moore. We talk about Aaron Young and some of these listed players. You need to remember as well that they've got a um, a Gary medalist who's doing some good things yet again, and that is Campbell Coombe. That is just a type of game where you can probably just read the stats and say, well, he's locked in three McGarry votes. 30 disposals, 16 kicks. He had 12 clearances and eight tackles. It's a beautifully (laughs) rounded game. They've got such a polished midfield. Probably, I would say, led by the big fella in there, Mitch Harvey, um, who's just an absolute mountain, who gets his hand on the ball as well. 22 disposals. You'd be excited if you're a Roosters fan, and so you should be. We love Jacob Surgeon, the way that he goes about it. Uh, and like you said, we're going to speak to our Craig Burton shir- uh, shortly, and there's a lot to like, and it'll be a fun place to be at the minute.
1: Jacob is an interesting one. He's been in and out of the team um, due to concussion and, and various things going on this year, but every time he turns up, he's making an impact. Now, it looked like he was having a quiet game, kicked three snags in the last, and we uh, you know, end up the leading goal scorer of the game.
0: Yeah, and he's one of those ones we probably put a lot of attention on guys like Keenan Ramsey yeah, and big Mitch Harvey when he's up there, but... Behind the scenes, uh, this young man's doing some very good things.
1: Finally, the Adelaide Crows, they got up 12-10-82 over the Panthers, 11-5-71. Close all day, that one.
0: Yeah, it was close. And then uh, you just sort of felt like the Panthers had their opportunities. Bryce Gibbs had plenty of attention early before he finally, I could say... Broke the tag and he ended up with 25 disposals. But
1: I'm blaming you a little bit here. You, you spruiked him early oh, on and said on him after the first two rounds, McGarry favourite, six votes in two rounds. They're all shutting him down now. Yeah,
0: I, yeah I'm pretty sure that uh, <laughs> uh, the clubs would have done their homework. It's a nice, I suppose it's a sign of respect towards Bryce. That that's how damaging he is, particularly with the amount of clearances that he can rack up. So yeah. they're not junk touches. It's a bloke who's making a genuine impact in the middle. And they're guys like that. There's a handful of guys like that in the sample that you need to stop. And if you can stop, it'll absolutely swing the momentum of the game. So um, the Crows look good because they're healthy. And the thing about the Crows for next week is they're going to be missing at least two of their listed of players. Henry yep. Henry's going to be out with concussion, as will Brody Smith. Who's going to um, go out? It's a big question. We'll find out tomorrow, but... I mean, if you had to make a bet, it probably will be James Rowe who joins him. Did Wayne Miller do enough? He had 23 disposals. He didn't absolutely tear the game apart, but more importantly, he got through, he's increasing his fitness and he got his hands on the pill. That's what they want with Wayne Miller, just to touch the ball because he does some very good things. Um, Not listed, but Nathan Freeman continues to do some really good things. Really does. The Crows look really strong.
1: Harry Schoenberg as well returned to the senior team last week as the medie sub. You'd think he'd probably stay there after his impact late in the Crows game. Uh, let's look ahead to round six. This is Breakthrough Community Round for the Sandville. Uh So this weekend, raising awareness about the need for vital mental health research. It's going to see many jo- uh, clubs join Breakthrough in raising money for the research. It's going to see the players and the umpires uh, wearing purple and blue armbands in matches this weekend as part of raising the awareness about addressing mental health.
0: First game up, Crows taking on the Bloods. Of course, that'll be at High Sense Stadium. Another one t- a tough one you would think for the Bloods who are probably going to be missing Hamish Hartlett again. He's got a bit of a hamstring injury. Um, on that, like we've said, though, they will be missing some troops, of Crows. Um, next game will be the Red Legs taking on the Panthers. That's going to be at Cooper Stadium. That's a really important game for the Red Legs who... Haven't been winning as much as they'd like to, but you can't ride off the red legs because they still look good and you know that they can charge home. They went down to Sturt, who were flying, by the way. Um, That was at Unley uh, last weekend. So they will absolutely want to win against a side who's in the exact same position. I predicted South Adelaide would almost win the premiership, if not be a lock for top three. And right now they're currently sitting in a spot where they'd not like to be, and that is seventh on the ladder. Two and three. But again, still so much talent, and they're one of those sides who you could quite easily make a case that they probably deserve to be in the five, but they haven't been getting the wins.
1: Port Adelaide against the Eagles at Albert, and you said the crowd would come for Charlie Dixon. Can Charlie turn the form of Port around to get over this game?
0: I'd still be backing in the Eagles. They're just such a classy outfit, and I think I'd be surprised if Charlie plays more than maybe half. half. I mean, he hasn't played all year, so... This is a prime example, a prime opportunity just to really ease him back in. But as we know, when we have seen Charlie Dixon in the sample, he's had a couple of little uh, comeback games from injury in there and he he loves it. He embraces it. I remember a game at Alberton where he was playing against Norwood and the traditional rivalry was still there and Charlie was right in amongst it and (laughs) getting stuck into the crowd and just absolutely lapping it up. So... Uh, however long he does play, he is absolutely going to put in 100% and put on a show.
1: Game of the round, you're going to hear this one on SEN on Sunday. 100 years of prospect, Oval is being celebrated north against the Tigers. It's going to be a ripper.
0: Yeah, this is um, the game of the round for a good reason. So 4-1 and one up against 4-1 and one as well. Roosters are so hard to beat at prospect, but no matter where they play, you just cannot ride off the base, Definitely not. particularly as well off the back of a loss. This will be interesting to see what the base can do. They're a genuine champion side. There are so many champ- uh, premiership players from a few years back in there. Um, and you mentioned before, he might be my favorite player, Lockie Hosey. Yep. Purely because of his celebration. This is, a, <laughs> this is a bloke who knows how to throw in a fist pump. He knows how to strut around. He's just fun to watch. So I hope Hosey does well. And who no, knows what the Bays can do? I, I think he'd be brave um, to absolutely tip against the Roosters. But surely it would be close.
1: We're going to be speaking to Pat Wilson later in the show from the Double Blues. They face up against Central District on Sunday afternoon at Wigan Oval. Uh, Double Blues, get it done?
0: Double Blues, you would expect uh, to get it done. Uh, I hate tipping against the Dogs. (laughs) Unfortunately, there's some strong sides that they're coming up against, and uh, particularly at Unley. It doesn't really matter how well Sturt's going. There's something about playing at Unley. It is the smallest ground in the competition, but... It's just hard to play there at the best of times, particularly when Sturt's up and about.
1: It's a big show coming up here on The Sandful Show. North Adelaide CEO Craig Burton will join us. Our past player this week is assistant coach of the Bloods, Adam Hartlett. Can't wait for that chat. And for the Double Blues, a man who is in great form at the moment, Pat Wilson, all coming up on The Sandful Show.